This is the Athletic Hockey Show. All right, everybody. Welcome back. It's Friday. It's been, it feels like it's been months. It's been two weeks. Two Fridays. It's been, how many Fridays has it been? Feels like it's been longer. 14 days. It's been two Fridays. Yes. You're hearing the voice of Sean Gentilly and Haley Salvian back with you for another episode of the Friday show on the Athletic Hockey Show. We were off for a American Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, it's uh, just Thanksgiving, actually. American Thanksgiving. Just Thanksgiving. Yeah. I uh, Now that American Thanksgiving is gone and passed, I got my holiday potpourri out. Congratulations. And my little Christmas tree. My little fake Christmas tree. Your sad little tree. It's not sad. It's really cute. There's lights on it, and there's a light dusting, so it looks like snow. I've had a Christmas tree exactly once in my adult life. I don't have children. I don't see the point because I'm not going to get a full-size tree. And, oh, wow, there it is. The alternative is that. It's next to my dying cactus. No, no thanks. And all of my dead plants. So get this. I Not only is it the first Friday show... I just cut you off completely about your Christmas tree. No, I want to start talking about hockey. I don't want to talk about Christmas trees Okay, well, you're not going to do that yet. Um, So not only is it the first Friday show in a while, this is the first time I've been back in my apartment. So the last time we signed off from the podcast, I immediately left my home with my dog and all of my things. And I was in Seattle, I was in Pittsburgh, and this is the first day I've been back in my apartment since the last podcast. And you know when you have those moments when you leave the house and you're like, did I leave my oven on? (laughs) That was me. Oh. (laughs) I don't turn my oven on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't cook. Um, Did I leave my sink on? (gasps) Uh, that was me, but with my plants, I forgot to water my plants. I don't think before there's, I left for two a, weeks. Sometimes there's a question over whether you left your sink on or your oven on. There was no, you didn't. There was no question about the. Plants. You are so unrelatable. You've never you left your house and been like. Oh. All the time, I'm I'm oh. I, I'm obsessed. I. I'm obsessive compulsive about plenty of things, and one of them is uh-huh. locking my is locking my door. I constantly think that I've that I that I leave any and all doors that I go through <laughs> unlocked, and I almost and I almost never do. Very very rarely has <laughs> happened. Like right. when I'm when I'm I've like when I've taken care of my parents' dog and stuff. Like I've I've left and had to drive back because I'm just terrified that I'm going to leave the door open, and the dogs can't out. So I don't know. What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> um. I was just saying that I was talking about my life before we start talking about hockey because that's like the thing you do in the first two minutes of a show typically. And I was just saying I was gone for two weeks and I didn't water my plants. It's okay. And so now my my snake plants, good. My aloe plants, good. My cactus is just very sad and wilted. It'll be fine. And there's another plant. I don't know what it is. And it's I think it's dead. She's she's gone. And then I've got 
I don't know what that plant's called, but it's looking a little rough. <laughs> Thank you for... What's up with <laughs> Haley's plants? This is the first time I've bought plants for my apartment, and I'm trying really hard. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I One the time cactus, my friend bought me a little cactus, like a teeny little cactus, as a housewarming gift, and I didn't think you had to water it, and it perished. It's basic lack of understanding over biology, really. They Haley, what the are we desert. talking about on the show today? <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Anyways, welcome. Now it's time for the Hockey Talks because it is Friday after dark. That's right. We said we'd never do it again because the <sighs> last time we did it, it was terrible and it was a horrible, horrible episode and Sean was very angry about it. But we're doing just the first segment as Friday after dark because we already recorded with Dom. We did our final segment, which is random and fun. I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> but so, stay tuned for it's that. So it's so random. Oh. We're so random, just like my taste in music. <laughs> just like my uh, Spotify rap. I'm so random and unique. Uh, it's like extreme podcast pick me energy. You're but really, um, we got to watch a bunch of the all the seven o'clock games. And uh, some of the late games, they're not. Some of them haven't started yet. Some of them are still in the third period. But uh, yeah, Sean, they've you started. Ugh, it's eleven o'clock. Oh my god! <laughs> uh-huh. When did the game start? I'm just kidding. They have all started. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the one night where I was like, "Oh my god, why is this Kings game still on?" And it was like eleven forty-five. Yeah, bad math. <laughs> oh. I I mainly Anyways. watch Peng- I mainly watch Penguins Golden Knights. Um, it's always the easy one for me because they're on because I only have to hit one button to yeah. to get the Penguins. AT and T Sports Yeah, I don't have to go to I don't have to go to uh, ESPN Plus. Uh, the Penguins stomped Vegas at five on five. I was surprised to see it. That was mm-hmm. a it was a special teams game. The Penguins power plays always. Always a grab bag, and so is the penalty kill. But they came back twice from deficits. Mm-hmm. They beat Vegas. They beat the they beat Road Vegas, which is like the best team in hockey for whatever. Right. Reason. Who knows what what if other than clicks. home Bruins? But yes, sure. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what 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 clicks for them when when they're uh, when they're away from T Mobile. And Kasperi Kapanen scored the game-winning goal, which was the most startling part. Can you imagine of can the we entire find, of the entire endeavor? Can we find the one dude who put money on a Kasperi Kapanen goal, like a par, <laughs> like some kind of parlay with like yeah, Kapanen was, goal, Penguins win over six and a half? The guy's laughing to the bank. Ron Hextall. Yeah, I, I don't know that, that contract is still. Is still baffling, but yeah, they, they you know Pittsburgh Pittsburgh won the way they've won games lately, right? I mean, you get 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 a couple kicked in from from some, from from secondary scoring, and then get a goal or two from the from the top line in the power play. That's typically mm-hmm. the way it, the way it's worked. Logan Thompson, Logan Thompson, super busy. He made forty three saves. I mean, he yeah. kept, he kept he kept them in the game, but yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, Vegas is like they're scuffling a little bit. They lost three. They lost three or four. I don't know. It was an interesting one because, like I said, the Penguins trailed for a for a big chunk of it, and 
like we always say here, special teams counts and goaltending counts. But it was one of those games yeah. where you're just like, this this feels like it felt like it was the right result for yeah. for the for the game in totality. Yeah. I feel like you and I, yeah, we always do talk about this. And I feel like I'm always I I understand that five on five is important and having good five on five play is is very important and it's the part of the underlying numbers that tells you a bit more about a team over a full game, but I get a little annoyed when we act like the power play and producing on the power play is a bad thing. It's like John Tavares has, well, you know, seven power play goals. That's that's not good. What? Don't yeah, you want that- your eleven and a half million dollar center actually doing something on your top power play unit or? Like, I get it. The context of if they're not doing anything, five on five is important. But that's become one of my pet peeves in the underlying numbers. Yeah, or or vice versa, that, you know, a terrible power play can't come back and bite you in your ass. Like, if if you have a group that's, you know, demonstrated to be below board... It's going to come back at some point. Like, I, I know everybody, it's playoff hockey's different and they make less calls and whatever, but you look at like the Florida Panthers last year. Down mm-hmm. the stretch, their their power play was, was bad. It was a problem late in the season. And then in the playoffs against, you know, it came back and came back and bit them in the ass. If they, yeah. if they, if they knock in a couple power play goals here and there, you know, then their season unfolds completely differently. So all that stuff counts. I mean, we're going to, beat it to death because I think it I think it does need to be said. Connor Hellebuck, like may, like maybe the Jets are are playing above their true talent skaters wise, but guess what? That dude is on the roster. He yeah. counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Same principle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think the problem with that is sometimes it ends up catching up to you, but I think that the Jets at least have something there, as we talked about with our friend Marat Atesh uh the last time we had the show. I I had she's starkin. Have- she, she's starkin last year. Like the the Rangers yeah. were. I, I know they they came around as a five on five team, but like he and dragged where them. Where are for they the, with? The, he's not playing for, well. For where are the, the Rangers? I know there's more reason that the Rangers aren't playing well and performing well. He's the, well, he's the but he's look the at number one. Yeah, but like look at what happens to to that team when they're when their big guy isn't playing well, and I think we've got a good example of that today. Uh, in one of the late games, the Flames and the Montreal Canadiens, it was a nice, warm welcome for Sean Monahan. He got the primary assist on a really wonky opening goal for Uri Slavkowski. Uh, we've seen this from Markstrom before. He did this two years ago, right before Jeff Ward got fired. Like, came out of the net against the Canucks. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he got a concussion on the play. We didn't find out it was a concussion till the end of the year, but he hurt himself on the play. He came crashing out of the net. You know, barrel tried to barrel roll a guy to get possession of the puck, you know, aggressive poke, check it away. Yeah. And he kind of did the same thing. He didn't hit a guy this time, but he came way, way out really early uh, against the Canadians. And the Canadians are up one nothing for for a big chunk of time. And I mean, mm-hmm. the Flames look there's, again, more reasons and more context as to why the Calgary Flames aren't playing well right now and mm-hmm. why the the performance and the expectations like things just aren't lining up in Calgary it's more than just Markstrom but I mean look at them when when their number one goalie isn't clicking along the way that we're used to like these are Vesna caliber goalies who aren't looking like it right now and, and their teams just look pretty pedestrian 
uh, as a result. And that game is 1-1 right now, by the way. So by the time you listen, someone will have won that game, unless something went terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there there are, are two other results that I want to... Yeah. Two, uh, two other games that I, that, that I want to focus on real quick. Mm-hmm. Dallas 5 five nothing win over the Ducks. Yeah. How many goals do you think Jason Robertson had tonight? Because I know, I know, I know you just, I, I know you weren't paying attention to this one. I know you had other stuff to do in other games to watch. How many goals for Jason? Is this Robinson? a trick question? Was it zero? Oh, oh no. Do you have four? He had three. Oh, Hattie for the kid. He, we're gonna go. uh, we're we're gonna talk about him pretty extensively with Dom in the in the in the trophy watch segment coming up here. Um, and then Florida. <laughs> Against Vancouver, I know that it's we're one period in. Florida scored three goals in a flash. There, I think that's something that we've been waiting to happen f- uh-huh. for this team is for there to be luck in one direction or the other. What yeah. they're getting PDO'd to death right now, and it's because the goaltending has been terrible. Who knows if that's going to change? Bobrovsky and Spencer and I have both been bad, and they're. Their shooting percentage is low to the point where you're going to assume that something that something is changing. It's, it's one period against a trash team, but this is what it looks like when the dam starts to break, and I, th- I think that's what we're seeing from Florida. Yeah, and I mean, I think we always kind of knew that the Panthers had a good forward group and they had offense, but I still think their defense mm-hmm. and Bobrovsky are the question marks 100%. for the Panthers, especially when it gets to the playoffs and – They've got to get there too. I'm not suggesting they're not going to make the playoffs. Don't come for it's me. It's fair, but it's fair too. By the way, I, I we I had this discussion with Dom last week. I mean, look, their their true talent level is high. It's a good group of forwards. You know, I I, I don't believe in Bobrovsky necessarily as a you know 16 win goaltender in the playoffs, but you know, I trust him. En- I trust him enough down the line. I think. But this is a team that there's teams to jump, man. Like if Boston, Toronto, and Tampa are the real deal in the Atlantic, in the three teams ahead of them in the wild card race right now are Pittsburgh, Detroit, and the Rangers. Now, yeah, and this is the Rangers, by the way, with Shesterkin playing badly enough where you think that something's got to give there. I mean, mm-hmm. the the. So and then Detroit, you would think is is right for the picking, just because they're not the cake's not not quite baked, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But this is a, proven, this, yeah. this team is this team is fifth in its division and fourth in the wild card race right now. Like it's not it's not a given that they make it. No. Like something needs to change, even if it is just luck, you know, while the process stays the same. And we all agreed that the Panthers got the best player. In the sh- probably in, in the short and long term, in Matthew Kachuk, and he looks great mm-hmm. in Florida, and he's everything as advertised. Um, but that's a that's a two for one plus plus deal. But in terms of NHL players, that's a two for one deal, and you opened up a pretty big hole on your blue line. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens with the Panthers. So yeah. looking at that, I know we wanted to to keep this quick to get to Dom. Uh, is this the year that the Capitals don't make the playoffs? Because they are <laughs> behind the Rangers, behind the Panthers, behind the Montreal Canadiens. I think I think that's where we are. I mean, I yeah. and look, they're they're up, they're up on Seattle right now. We talk about it at some point with Tom about 
you know, the crack in their sort of what we, they're what we expected them to be, right? With some, yeah. with some added, added gas to the top of the lineup and Martin Jones playing well and all that, blah, blah. Caps are beating them right now. So whether that holds or not, we'll see. But it's crowded in the East, man. And when you have, again, Detroit leveling up, Montreal hanging around more than they should. Sabres aren't going to be like they're they're in the mix there too. Yeah. This is I always said that I wasn't going to count the caps out until they were out, right? But mm-hmm. This might be it's, the year they're out. It's get it's getting late early. There's yeah. not a ton there's not a ton to like about about what's going on there lately. Mm-hmm. Yep. The East playoff picture is going to be really interesting this year. The West is probably going to be more I think the West will be interesting too because of the Kraken Kings factor and we don't really know what to make of teams like Calgary, St. Louis. Like it's good. I think the West is going to be a shit show whereas the East is going to be like good teams duking it out. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see about that. And, and we hard, should it, mention It's shocking to me that the Kings are still in playoff position cuz like yeah. we've talked about how their the, the goaltending situation is self-destructed and they put Cal Peterson through waivers and he cleared in yeah. the last couple of days, which is, you know, indicative of how ridiculous that contract is. They're going to need to get something better. Like yeah. whatever, whatever quick is given them. Obviously they think is a little, they think low, low enough of Peterson to, to send him down like that. That team isn't just in a wild card spot. They're in the, they're in third place in the Pacific division. Mm-hmm. I talked at length with Drant, with Tom Drance on on his radio show today about about the West, and it was done through the lens of like, is there any chance for the Canucks to get back in this? And I don't think that's true. But when you look at, when you look at the breakdown of the teams and where they are, and especially that that third spot in in the Pacific, it's like what what the hell is going on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna where, be where where are you at? On, where are you at on that? Like, who do you like? What do you think happens with? Right now, on December 1st, we got Kings in third in the Pacific, Oil mm-hmm. the Oilers in the in the wild as as the top two wildcard teams. Like Yeah. Yeah. And then that's gonna hold Preds does that hold claims, for you? <laughs> I don't it's so hard because I wanna stick to my preseason guns and say that the Flames are gonna make the playoffs because they've got good depth up the middle. And they've got a good blue line, but like Markstrom. And again, I should clarify. I don't think I properly explained what happened. That thing he did was 13 seconds into the game. You said it. Like he's got these moments. <laughs> it seems like it seems like once or twice a year where, you know, you're just like, oh, oh, where the, <laughs> oh. Where, the uh, where the where the amp gets disconnected. Yeah, right? yeah, it, yeah. It's almost like a. Like a trying to fire up the troops move, and then it just like horribly backfires. I don't even know what it is, but anyways, I don't know on December first if I can properly answer that question because I don't know what some of these teams are yet. There's just been so many like wild swings, like the Minnesota Wild in a wild card spot. Everyone was writing them off, and they had a goalie controversy, and Mark Andre Fleury's terrible, and now they're in the second wild card spot. Um, Jack Campbell's terrible. 
uh, goalie controversy in Edmonton. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's been great. Wow. Uh, but they're in the top wild card spot, and and I think a lot of what's happening in the Pacific has to do with the goaltending picture. And there's been a ton of fluctuation, like UC Saros. I mean, that's not the Pacific. Excuse me, that's the Central. Even just the the Western Conference, like. Martin Jones and Philip Grubauer, like what's happening there? Like they just gave up an eight spot in Seattle the other day. Uh, are we going to trust that Logan Thompson can do this all season long? Like how many goalies at Thatcher Demko just left the game and won't return? How many goalies in the Western conference can you actually believe in <laughs> until like through the playoffs right now? Like pedigree. Sure. We can think of Markstrom and Saros. They're going to be the guys at some point, but how many goalies like, Right now, based on their performance through the first mo- almost two months of the season, are we going to say, like, yeah, I trust them? Just it's Jake it, Ottinger. It's Connor Hellebuck. Mm-hmm. Is that it? It's close. Like, I, I doesn't mean you necessarily discount what we've seen from like Thompson and no, and Yorgiev and, I, and, yes, and whatever. Yes. But, but yeah, like, top I, two was... goalies in the West right now is are in Dallas and Winnipeg. And the Pacific's a bit <sighs> of a, a shit show. Um, the last thing we should mention, because you mentioned Jason Robertson, he is the first player to 20 goals and then 21 and 22 with the hat trick. So he is now leading the league in scoring. (laughs) Jason Robertson, future breakout star. Jason Robertson is the first player (laughs) to 20 goals this season. It's one of the funniest things that happened this season, I think. I'm going to use that forever. Is this the year that Jason Robertson breaks out? It's gonna I might be, tweet that right now. It's going to be 2026, and he's going to have one fifty goal season and two forty five <laughs> goal seasons under his belt or whatever. It's incredible. All right, so this has been Friday After Dark. The next thing you hear was recorded many hours ago. <laughs> long, long point, ago. At, at, this, at this point, <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, this is our conversation <laughs> With our pal Dom Luschichin, uh, we went through the awards watch. I will admit, there was a couple. There was one point where I zoned out, and then I tuned back in and had no idea what you guys were talking about. It's fine. So let it us happens. know in the comments if you. <laughs> I, I probably know which I probably, part. <laughs> that I probably happened. tuned. There we go. <laughs> probably tuned out of my own conversation with him. That, that happens. Yeah. You'll have yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, here's our conversation with Dom. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. That's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Huge, huge, huge get for the Thread A show this week. <laughs> Our guest, Domless Chishin. 
He's blushing. I know. <laughs> Huge. Very handsome, tra- handsome, charming boy taking his time away from staring at a computer screen, editing images for the player cards, which are coming out at some point at a date undetermined for his own mental and physical safety. We're not going to say what day those are dropping because he, he doesn't know yet. Hey, bu- <laughs> hey buddy. All factual statements. Uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate that very warm and, and loving intro. Uh, not a huge get. Haley just said, do you want a podcast with me and Sean? The with me and Sean is a second message as if I didn't know it was with her and Sean. And I just said yes. And that was the entire get. She didn't even know that you had a piece dropping this <laughs> after, this morning, Great which friends. was your, which was your, absolutely What are you didn't. talking about? That's a lie. <laughs> no. You had, is that true? I said, okay. have you had anything else come out or was it just the awards watch? I mean, awards watch is pretty good. In my opinion. Is it just that one or do you have anything else fresh? Yeah. <laughs> Coming slacker, out on the Slacker website. ass Dom who never yeah. who's, who's never doing work for anybody. Versus it, me who's been it, laying it, on a couch or a bed for the last four days. Okay, so what's the biggest as you like kind of got it dug into it because this is the oh, first one. Oh, we're really one getting right into it today. Yeah, whatever. Like <laughs> we're on to be task pro- today. Which of the awards was the one that had the had the guy at the top that you were a little bit surprised to see there was it any i because like and you can just humor me and, and pretend that and pretend that there was one that you didn't expect because I, I know you have an idea of, of who's who but was it was was there any result in particular that surprised you i mean it's it's always surprising when the guys who have the most points aren't at the top uh last year there was a big kerfuffle when jonathan huberto was nowhere near the top and i think that made at least some sense because Huberto has never been an MVP kind of guy and he was not even that far ahead in points or even sometimes mm-hmm. he was just second or whatever. This year it's McDavid, the best player in the world mm-hmm. who is doing wild stuff every single year and he's all the way down in seventh, which is shocking. But if you look a little deeper, you can understand why the model is doing the things that it does and you can also sit, think... It probably won't be like that for the entire year. It's a long season. He'll probably get up near the top because he's been, despite having 39 points in 22 games going into last night's game and then another two points, he's been unlucky at five on five somehow and still scoring mm. like a 140 point pace or whatever. The problem for you using McDavid as the in your in the heart write up as like the lead to that is now we can't just say in the power rings this week for the Oilers blurb like something like. Connor McDavid, bad defensive season. I don't know. Like we got to actually, we actually, actually got to get away from that because that was kind of like the crutch that that I'd certainly fallen on over the last like few weeks. Like Connor McDavid, I don't know. Defensive numbers not that good. And now everybody knows it. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. But I think the bigger problem is that he's just not getting goals at five on five. I think he's got like he's got forty one points now after yesterday and like. I think like 13 of those are at five on five, something like that. It's just a preposterously low number. And he's generating chances um, like he always does. He's at 3.5 XG per 60 at five on five. He's just not getting goals. His on ice shooting percentage right now is 7.8%. And he's usually above 10%. That'll fix itself at some point. And Conor McDavid will start putting up a bunch of points up at five on five and start outscoring his defensive problems. Because right now he's dead even in terms of Goals for versus goals against. It's really funny. <laughs> I think it's always interesting to see, like, 
I don't want to always harsh on, on the Leafs, but like seeing Austin Matthews only being a little bit behind Connor McDavid and seeing that he's, Oh, also over point per game player. Um, but everyone keeps talking about like, what's wrong with Austin Matthews and he's way down there. Like he's not, he's in the top 10, but he's, he's 10th. Um, and that's like disappointing, I think for people in Austin Matthews, but he's still at over point per game pace. It's just his five on five games, not quite there to say the least. Yeah, I think I like I've watched most of his games this year and he hasn't really popped <laughs> off the way no. yeah, obviously. He hasn't um, had like an Austin Matthews game yet. I don't like think. a signature moment, but no. I think the thing that makes him such a great player is that part of his allure is he doesn't take nights off usually. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have very few he has very few like bad games and no yeah. like awful games or anything like that. And so he can, even when he's slumping, can still be a point-per-game player, still have decent five-on-five five numbers. And I honestly was shocked myself to see him that high. I probably would put McKinnon or Crosby in that spot instead. But it, it makes some sense, I guess, looking a bit deeper when... Especially some people were wondering why Mitch Marner isn't there instead. And Marner uh, has this great point streak, but a lot of his assists have been secondary assists he obviously doesn't score like Matthews does and generate the chances for himself that Matthews does and I think they're they're both pretty close but there is a reason the model likes Matthews a bit more whether that's accurate or not Mm -hmm. I find him difficult I've been doing the Leafs report cards uh a little bit more lately with Josh Cloak who does them a lot he's been at the World Cup and I found Matthews is probably one of the hardest ones to properly grayed out when I'm doing these, um, especially in nights where he doesn't score. So I'm like, uh, am I just being harsh because of the standard that he set? <laughs> I don't really know. He's, he's a tough one to, to grade mm-hmm. out so far this season. Yeah. Like he, he's playing below his standards. Like he's playing, he was last year, he was playing at like a six, seven win pace year before it was around six as well. And this year he's probably around like four or five and it's noticeable when what's missing is those like electrifying moments that make him such an elite player. And he's starting to come around. He's starting to get some nice goals where he's absolutely sniping on some goalies, but it just hasn't been as prolific as it was last year for sure. I mean, that's the difference I think between a true top tier, top one, two, three player in the league versus a run of the mill all-star is that when they're fighting it in one way or another, even if, if it's like, by the way, Austin Matthews shooting percentage, it's 11 and a half or whatever, which is down. It's even worse at five on five historically. Yeah. Like, so, you know, that's something, that's something to consider. But I, this is what I've seen from Crosby over the last gazillion years is that even when he's fighting it and even when the point production isn't quite on the level that, you know, we've come to expect, even when they look like they're off. Because Austin Matthews does not look like Austin Matthews from last year. There's like some Mm -hmm. intangible oomph factor. I'm going to say (laughs) it. It's there. It's that that is it like a that that phrase has burrowed itself into my brain and I need to and I need to take care of it. But for the time being, that's what we're talking about. There's something that's missing there. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. That happens to every player over over stretches of the of their careers, right? Ovechkin, same deal. Mm-hmm. Was off for full seasons. It was the Adam Oates effect way back when when he was playing at right wing and all this bullshit, right? It was crazy. 
Um, Sidebar. but he's st- <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's still, but he's still produced back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't sixty goal, you know, Russian machine, never break level Alex Ovechkin, but he was still really, really good. And it feels like that's what we're seeing from Matthews here. Is it's not right. like top. It's his top. It's not top end Austin Matthews, but it's top end for ninety nine point five percent of the players in the league. Right. Yeah. Like that's yeah. why I brought up. Um, like he's still over a point per game player. Like the way that we're talking about Austin Matthews right now, like <laughs> he's 27 points in 25 games. Again, it's five on five. That's kind of the problem. He has six mm-hmm. goals and 13 points at five on five. His um, things are starting to level out though. Like his individual mm-hmm. expected goals, his actual goals and his shooting percentage are starting to come back to the middle a little bit. At one point, though, it was like way, way off when I was writing about I did a story a couple weeks ago, and it was just like he's scoring like less than two goals than he actually should be right now. Um, so anyways. It's what, happens there... in a, it's what happens in a career, man. It's like it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a temporary dip for a guy who's on a first ballot Hall of Fame trajectory. Like there's nothing to be worried about. Yeah. It's just, just the way it goes. We'll go. People will go crazy trying to figure out why this is happening. Uh, so we're not going to do that here. Uh, last one, I think, when it comes to the Hart Trophy conversation, because there's a bunch of other awards on here, Dom. Is there somebody on this list that you think is going to drop off like the next time you do this? Or someone on this list who isn't realistically going to get ballots at the end of the season? Ooh, that's... That's a spicy mm-hmm. question. Who I, are we kicking off the island? I like. I don't know because it's it's a list of the best Boo! players in the league, and there's Answer still the some. Question. I I love Jason Robertson. I don't think he'll be number one <gasps> next time. This list is happening. I I think he's. This is like <laughs> the the peak performance for him. He's had an incredible. First quarter. I don't want the Dallas Stars Man. social admin to yell at me, but I, I think... fully, I fully thought that w- that we had we had gotten you out of that camp. Is this because he wasn't that good of a skater when he was when he was <laughs> twelve? When he was like fifteen. Is that what's happening here? Are you doing no, I retro? I think you've got the wrong guy, Sean. <laughs> Who is that? No, I, Who I just. <laughs> oh, I, it's I wouldn't be surprised if he was a a nominee at the end. I just think. McDavid will will find his way. Maybe Eichel gets a few more points. Maybe the Florida Panthers power play figures itself out. Kachuk gets up there. Hughes has started to click. Even Matthews finds his oomph factor. I just, I think ah, Robertson mm, feels like bad. a, Yuck. it sounds great. It's a great word. You guys are haters. Nope, 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 to your nope, core. Nope, nope, just nope. haters. I'm not a hater. I just think that's dumb. I like. It's, it's It makes perfect sense for what we're looking for. What does for. oomph it's, mean? What do you mean oomph mean? It means oomph. Define oh, oh, it. I'm with I'm with the concept, <laughs> but but the the phrase has gotta it's gotta go. There's no better there's no better phrase than oomph. A little bit it's of good, oomph. It's like I disagree. It's the, it's the grit. It's like it's like grit factor. That's why people are afraid to say it because it's <laughs> because it's a word that encapsulates something that doesn't quite manifest itself. Like in it's, it's in, an intangible in, in numbers, and people it's, don't. It's say, a, got a little don't bit of intangibles. Zip. Vibe is also vibe is also out. Vibes vibes got to go. Yeah, I feel like we use vibe too much, and I hate it. One hundred percent. That that's like that needs to be everybody, especially on this call. Everybody's everybody's resolution for twenty twenty three. One of our writing resolutions 
for next year is vibe is strictly limited because I don't for, use vibes when it. I'm writing. Uh, I don't know if I've ever written the word vibes in like a story. I, I'm willing, I hear I'm a lot of hating. You have. Yeah. I, I've I hear written, a lot of like, hating. I want to hear off. some solutions. Is it Let's hating? hear some solutions to is it the words or is it, and vibe. Is it hating or is it critical thinking? There's simply no way to know. Oh Let's critically think about some new words to use Z- instead. Oh, All right. Zip in his no, game. <laughs> that's Adam terrible. Fox. Adam Fox <laughs> leading the Norris Trophy race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a good vibe right to next. him. Ah. <laughs> he's got some zip. <laughs> I hate zip so much. <laughs> but if you keep like saying zip, I might start using zip just because it's so stupid. It's great. I think we've started something new here. Uh, he's got it's some the, zip in his step. It's the same thing. You're just mad you came up with zip and I came up with oomph. I'm not mad about it. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Pep in his step, by the way. No. All right. No. We're going to pull after Anyways. the podcast drops and we'll talk about whether yeah. a player has oomph. Zip or Pep in his step. I'm, we're not yeah, that's Sean's contribution. Saying, Thanks. Yes, the <laughs> the the oldest by a long shot in this room is the one who's saying Pep. He's in his step. got some Pep in his step. <laughs> hey, wait a sec, guys. Jim J- Jim Rutherford just walked in. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on in, Jim. Hey, hey. I hate him. Don't do some, that. Got a bunch no. of Pep in your step. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. Okay. Let's move on to the Norris. <laughs> uh, okay. This is an interesting one because obviously Adam Fox at the top, although the Rangers are a bit weird right now. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised, maybe just considering where the Flames are at and like the conversation around the team that Mackenzie Weger's on here because mm-hmm. I think everyone's kind of been talking about how Weger hasn't quite... Um, I mean, not just Uyghur, but like things haven't clicked in Calgary yet. However, Uyghur is still top 10 in this Norris list. Is there anything that stands out to you here, Dom? I was shocked by that as well. I'm not going <laughs> to not gonna lie to you. I yeah. haven't heard anything about Uyghur. He isn't scoring as much as he used to. And like, that's not an issue to be on this list. You want to see Gondolar is near the top there and he's not scoring at all. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't heard much about... Uyghur and I'm looking at his numbers now and I can see why he's there when he's on the ice flames allow 2.1 expected goals against and 1.6 goals against there's nothing happening against him when he's out there it's just that might be someone else doing the work that might be a quiet thing that's difficult to notice I I'm not totally sure he's not someone I would put in the top 10 personally but that is what the model said so maybe it's he's someone that we should be paying attention to over the next month in terms of why his defensive results are this good when the team around him isn't doing so hot. Mm-hmm. You, you might as well just strike Jonas Siegenthaler from the list. He's not, he's not, he's not going to be there. He's not going to get votes. None, no. n- none of those guys are. It, none, and of it's, those guys. It, it, none of the devil's guys. Cause we, we, we talked about this last week. Mm. You, you and I did team effects and it, that and there's nothing like I'm sure they'll take it, right? I'm I'm sure they'll they'll take their team results over over having like some true stud, you know, at the top of the lineup. But for the five like regular for the top five regular defensemen in expected Next goals year. percentage yeah. were 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 the devils. We're and, we're and, devil defensemen. Seagal sure is the top. 
but I'm, I'm sure none of them were. I'm pretty sure none of them were John Reno either. <laughs> that is, isn't that the craziest thing that yeah. he was. He was the holdout. It, it yeah. was. It was. He was the. He was the. Yeah. The um. The exception to the rule. Yeah. I I, uh, I like this. I don't know. I, I as an early list though. I I like. I like this. I think it reflects a lot of stuff that we've kind of tracked all season long, which is Alex Petrangelo, you know, leveling <laughs> back up after really and truly looking like he was. I this he was on watch. Watch. This is the season, and <laughs> dude, I we talked about this. If <clears throat> if it wasn't in the 2022 Olympic projection exercise, it was in the NHL top 100. It was one of the big preseason projects. And I said, like, look, man, I just I think I think Petrangelo is coming back. Like that was mm-hmm. that was my guess last year. And I in the season that he had, I know they asked him to do a ton and whatever, but I was like, okay, this is it. Like he like we're not talking about him in those terms anymore. And the opposite has been true. He's been fantastic from the jump and it reflects itself on the list. Yeah. I, I think this was during the top one hundred conversation. Sounds and right. I think because he was projected to be low because of his previous two seasons mm-hmm. um and we want to put him higher because of his status his reputation and we we're trying to sort of figure out a place to put him and shana was giving us some numbers from sport logic and petrangelo was looking fantastic he just wasn't getting the results and i think having uh, a new coach there has helped put his game back on track um going back to the to the devils a bit siegenthaler and hamilton were basically two and three and i I think part mm-hmm. of the reason that there's a, a bit of variation here is I was just doing one per team. And I picked Siegenthaler because he was rated a bit higher. And I think he is an interesting person to highlight at this stage of the season where he is putting up numbers that are looking like vintage Mark Edward Vlasic. No points, just <laughs> five on five. Whenever he's on the ice, amazing things are happening. And that'll probably level off a bit uh, over the next month or two or whatever when the devils stop getting 64 percent of the expected goals or whatever they're doing right now but, but you're saying that you're saying that's gonna stop what i mean probably teams <laughs> don't do that um, i don't know are you saying because, the devils are fakers um no i am not saying that i'm saying that no team can sustain that sounds like you that's what you're you saying. heard it here <laughs> the athletics Dom Lustician, Dom not hates a, the not, devils not a new jersey believer <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Well, that, the us, reason though. I put one per team was specifically because I hate the Devils and I want to take all of the other names yeah. off the list. No Hamilton, no Heischer in the a lot in of the rankings, no on Brett. this list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just one. The rules don't hey, apply to... Hey, there's Marner Trump. on here. Marner's oh, yeah, on the Selkie list. Mm-hmm, I forgot about that. Yeah, that is true. I'm just joking. We're just playing. I do want to talk about the Selkie, though. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. first and foremost... <laughs> I said on the radio this year that as much as everybody loves, this is actually really funny and very (laughs) self-serving, but I said on the radio that as much as everyone loves like Elias Lindholm and how great he is, and he was deserving of the Selkie finalists this season, Michael Backlund has better, like, strictly defensive metrics than Elias Lindholm does. And somebody sent, this was my very first show, like, first experience with a radio text line. And somebody texted it immediately being like, is this bitch serious? (laughs) 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 It's like, (gasps) 
like my first show, my first like night, like text 96960, the text line is open. It's like, is this bitch for real? I was like, yeah, yes. Yes, you know, I am. You really, so, you, really you, know would ex- you really would expect nicer stuff from people who listen to the radio in the middle yeah. of the day in Calgary. Like, yeah. come on. So I just got to say, Michael Backlund is number three on the, the Selkie list. However, I think Sean and I both wanted to point to the fact that like nobody should be surprised that Nico Heischer mm-hmm. is on here. And he's someone who should absolutely like be getting Selkie votes this is season. he like an overrated Selkie candidate now? Like, I feel like I feel I like think once he came through Toronto and everyone did their Nico Heischer Selkie the speed story, with he which we one, hurtled yeah. towards like nobody's yeah. talking about Nico Heischer. Like, he, like yeah. he's emerging as a two way forward. And now it's like, all right, I think I've almost had enough. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Almost enough discussion with him. Like, got to yeah. bring something something different in the conversation. But I think that that sounds just eyeballing it, right? Like, I think having him at five. Behind Bergeron, Checks Stone, Backlund, and Sam, and Sam, Sam Reinhardt's the one. Yeah, right. that was that was one. Like, can we, what's can we explain on? that? What's what's up with <laughs> do that? We, do we mean Alex Barkov? No. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone in Florida is getting scored on a lot because their goalies can't stop a beach ball. So you see a, a nice little negative for goals against right now. And in general, if I'm voting, if I see he got scored on a lot despite expected goals numbers, I'm probably not voting for him. Um, mm-hmm. But with Reinhardt, he's getting some some stellar defensive results this year, and I don't think that is out of line. He's been he was a good, I think, two way forward in Buffalo, and he came to Florida with some expectations in that realm. But the fact it's not Barkov is definitely what mm-hmm. was jarring to me. And Barkov's uh, always an interesting one. I think it depends on your definition of what you want the Selkie to be. And a lot of people do two way forward. And I think obviously you take Barkov in that instance, or even Matthew Kachuk, if you don't care about penalty minute or shorthanded ice time at all. <laughs> but um, defensively Barkov's numbers, at least by expected goals, aren't always as stellar as, as his reputation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dom, you, I know you and I have talked about this before, but Yanni Gord, I want to get into him a little bit and I know you have to leave. Otherwise your dog is going to. Now, hold on a second. Pee on the floor. I, she's, she's snoozing right now. Okay. So if she's asleep, she can't pee and she's okay. right beside me. So I've, I've, visual... you know, I've, I've made okay. that, I've made that, I made that mistake with myself a time or two in my <laughs> life. And I got, I got to tell you, not always true. Okay. Um, well, if she pees while sleeping, I, that's my mistake. But <laughs> if she wakes up, I might just like leave the podcast abruptly and okay. then show up back at it at 10 minutes later. Okay. And no one will be the wiser because Sean will just keep talking and that's Haley right. will reveal more mean comments from the radio. That I have she's more for received. sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if she does pee on the floor, uh, might I introduce you to a quick fix? They're called mop socks. Your mops for your feet. Did your dog pee too much? Did your dog pee on your floor while you were recording a podcast? Don't have time to clean it up? Put the Swiffer on your feet. I think that might be our first. Is that our first callback? Okay. Yanni Gordon. Yeah, anyways. Uh, They're they're not on sale yet. No, no. Um, I've created them. It's my <laughs> quick fix for when there is mess on the floor. Um, and so I don't want to get the Swiffer mop out. Mm-hmm. It's a million I get dollar the idea. Swiffer pad 
intellectual property. It, in, intellectual property. Yeah. The by the way, show. assholes. <laughs> I think we actually I have take to, the I Swiffer think... pad and I put it on my feet and I walk around. Okay. I I don't think we. This has to be the last time we explain mob socks. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what mob socks are yet, I don't really with, know what to tell you. It, it's it is the intellectual property, like I said, of the of the yeah. Friday show. I think mm-hmm. technically, based on our deals, we have to sign that over to the. To the New York Times company now because I work it's something. For the New York it's, Times. it's something. No, you don't. I do though. Um. <laughs> Anyways, Yanni Gord and the Seattle Kraken. There's a lot of things that's going right for Seattle, but there is a correlation between Yanni Gord being healthy and this team posting. Eh, we'll just throw that game against LA out the window, but like posting generally good. <laughs> Um, underlying numbers. At least that's something that you've talked about before, right, Dom? Like the the correlation between the crack and being good and having this identity and Yanni Gord being healthy and back in the fold. Yeah, there was a very brief fleeting moment last year where the Kraken season was going off the rails, but Yanni Gord was coming back. And for like five (laughs) games, you could see the potential. It's like, oh, this team might turn things around. And then Philip Grubauer would let in the dumbest goals possible every day, first shot on net that were just utterly deflating. And Yanni Gord could not could not save that. And I think this year he's becoming he's looking like the player that uh, the Kraken originally drafted, a guy who was a huge piece for Tampa's Cup winning shutdown line uh, when he was there. And he's facing against the toughest opponents right now. He's putting up strong spectacles against numbers he's not allowing anything and i think he i think really embodies what the kraken were going for with their expansion draft in terms of unsung two-way guys who have a strong defensive presence and a bit of edge as well and i i don't know if he's i don't think he's the best one on the team i gotta give that to to our boy maddie but Mm -hmm. i think he embodies what the team's identity is was supposed to be last year and finally is this year. Wow, that recounting of the uh, of the Krakens <laughs> last season with the with the Grubauer stuff that had an oddly personal tinge to it. Do you care to expand on, <laughs> on, on where that came from? Where was this team last year? <laughs> where was it? As you as where you look was at Martin your, Jones last year. As as you the look missing at your, piece. The you missing piece. Spread, as you look at your spreadsheet of of. Uh, of of wager of wagering records. Where was Seattle last year? All right. Someone yeah. someone tweeted at me saying if this Kraken team was here last year, we'd still have a betting guide on the Athletic. I'm like, yeah, probably, probably. That's fine. They had to they they had to die. This so is real could, life shit. So we could guys. get that off the site. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I've turned into like a, a like a gambling puritan. We can talk about this. <laughs> Um, I respect you, it. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Beniers. He's number one on on the caller list. I don't think that's what can be much of a surprise to anybody. The name that's going to stick out there whenever people who you know haven't whatever don't haven't kept up with the model or, or you know maybe just especially in the events of the last week because you know the last couple of weeks his Vegas has been so good. Is that people are going to look at this and say that what is what is Logan Thompson doing so low? Mm-hmm. Is there? Yeah. Is that just like just general model stuff with goaltenders or or like what's the what's the what's the read out there? Yeah, I saw Wyshynski posted his mm-hmm. list today and he pulls a lot of uh of writers for for his version. It was pretty 
similar, but Logan Thompson was, I think, one of his nominees. And for me, mm-hmm. he was a bit lower. And I think that is honestly just a matter of trying to shuffle the cards. You got one deck with goalies, one deck with skaters, mm-hmm. and trying to sort of blend it all together. And the way I've done that is I just take their percentile rank by their position. So for this one, I did just all the skaters and Jake Sanderson, for example, is like in the 71st percentile or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Logan Thompson was in the 65th percentile among goalies or maybe it was starting goalies. I don't know, something like goalies that qualified for, for Vesna. He was in that range and perhaps he, he should be higher because he's, he's been good. He's got 920 saved almost six goals above expected. And I would expect that if he can keep that up, he'll rise the ranks, but it's just a matter of trying to figure out how to, how to rank skaters and goalies fairly. My theory on the Calder is like it more than anything, like maybe more than all the other major awards is like narrative based, right? Where we come into the season saying, Oh boy, what's, what's Vegas going to do about their goaltending? They're relying on Logan Thompson who looked good at the end of last year, but he's a, he's, you know, rookie, blah, 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 blah. Can he, like we had that seed planted in our head ahead of the season, just like we had Matty Beniers, like mm-hmm. bringing the top end offensive skill to Seattle as like their first true franchise player, blah, blah. Like those are, those are the seeds that were planted back in the preseason. And those are the two that have been, you know, kind of born out, born out in fact. So I, I feel like. I feel like unless unless one of those two guys falls apart, I think that's who's going to end up getting, you know, actually actually walking away with the award. Yeah. Goaltender on a good team or the or the high draft pick with the most points, right? Like that's a, that that seems like that's always a safe bet. Yeah, I think those two um and then Stuart Skinner has a, a chance for the same trajectory if he steals the starting job from Jack Campbell, which Shouldn't be that all that surprising if you he saw should, Jack Campbell yeah. from January onward last year, even December onward. But if the Edmonton Oilers go back to looking like a contender behind with Stuart Skinner and net, then he's getting that same love. And I can see Owen Power being solidly in the mix as well if he keeps looking like a legit top-pairing defenseman right out of the gate. Vezina, Ilya Sorokin, that's like... is that the, how, how about this? Is that the easiest... Did he have the easiest win on the on the board so far? Yeah, I think so. I think the Heart Norris were very close for in either the case for a lot of players, even uh Beniers, that was pretty easy, but then again it wasn't that far off. Sorokin, he's got a, a six goal six Unreal. goal lead on Hellebuck. His numbers are better than Shisterkin's were last year at the at the same time, which is mind boggling <laughs> oh, to me. Did yeah. you write um, that? Is, it, is that the write-up? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think eight goals better than Shesterkin was uh, through the same point last year. That's bananas. And our buddy Jack Campbell was number one around this time last year. Crazy. And goals crazy saved about Hey, where's Matt crazy Murray? Works. Um, I don't think he's played enough games. I don't even know where he's <laughs> that was at. A joke. Oh, Matt Murray is Matt Murray's right ahead of Logan Thompson. Okay. Fun fact. In just seven oh. games. Oh, wow. What could go wrong? Whatever's going on with oh, no. Matt Murray, he's, he, he's going to finish the season with a 906 save percentage or whatever. He's going to have a very a very Matt Murray year. I think just, my favorite Matt Murray enough. thing is everyone learning that like he sneaky kicks the goalposts off. That was great. 
That's not a new thing. We're talking to a Pittsburgh guy here. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a classic. (gasps) What the hell? Is he doing that on purpose? uh, Yeah, he is. He's been been doing it for years. It's because he can't get across his crease that well. Okay. And there's people like calling, like trying to figure out, like, are there places in the league where the goalposts come off easier? No. Yeah, yeah where Matt Murray, where Matt Murray yeah. plays. Yeah. Leafs <laughs> are going to get a penalty in game seven of round one. Mm-hmm. He sh- With he Matt should. Murray. Game seven overtime, Matt Murray kicks <laughs> it off. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. That's like, that's where we're at. Like, we're at the part. I think he's going to get season. called on that this season, though. Like, we're people narratives. are paying attention now. Yeah. Where narratives start to take hold, right? Like people are actually paying attention to stuff, yeah. and now it's like, oh shit, we need to actually. There's things we actually need to treat treat as real. Yeah. And one of those things is that Matt Murray kicks the kicks the net off the mornings. Also, yeah. that weird um, goal with the Winnipeg Dallas game with Connor Hellebuck's oh, mask off. Oh, I hated off. that. Like I something that. like. Uh, uh, something's gonna have to change there. I know the league wants more goal scoring, but. Uh. <laughs> not like that. In danger, <laughs> not like that. In danger, in danger yeah. kind of help. See, that's that is anti-American bias because Connor oh, Hellebuck is. It's true. It's now, true. Now hold on. Wasn't Jason Robertson the one that scored? Yes. It's American on American violence on Thanksgiving. The oh possible the possibility <laughs> that Connor Hellebuck suffered some kind of grievous injury that would prevent him from competing in any in any best on best international tournament over the next couple of years outweighed. You know the 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 goal for Jason Robertson, mm. right? Stay woke because we're definitely having happening. one of those tournaments. Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. It's, <laughs> it's not happening. just something. It's not just something people bring up whenever whenever there's nothing else to talk about. For sure, we should put our heads together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could actually okay. We should do like you and Craig were talking about, Sean, like a Canada U.S. series. We can do the rosters. And then the women's rosters I can do. And then we could put them through Dom simulation and show like who won the Athletic World Cup of Hockey. (laughs) Wow, that's almost exactly what I said I was going to do on the the Tuesday show a couple weeks ago. Sounds great. I've done that recently. I don't It'll probably change like every week. This is perfect. I like I ran the numbers, I think, like a month ago because I saw we've got the Matt Larkin and Frank Cervelli like say that the U.S. should be the favorite. Um, and I think in 2024, <laughs> like, they genuinely might be, given the age of their players. Like, right, if right. they had the tournament right now, like, it's still Canada, but it's so much more narrow than it's been in the past. Uh, right. But I would not be shocked if the next time there actually is a best-on-best tournament that America takes over. It sounds we should crazy, do the but story. They got the goal. The U.S. has the goalies. And I'll if provide I provide the women's rosters and, doesn't and the apart, fun jokes. It's going to happen. The fun jokes, huh? As yeah. opposed to the un, the the unfun jokes. Yeah, this you that, guys provide the, the smart joke. jokes. Mine are just the kind of stupid, like <laughs> <laughs> you you idiot. That's not <laughs> Can I pause you guys for one second for a reveal behind the curtain, a nice Easter egg um, of okay. my idiocy? Uh, yeah, you're, oh, it's 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 Ocean taking a leak on the floor. No, behind no, you. she's still sleeping. But I'm I'm staring <laughs> at the Vesna Trophy graphic on our website and mm-hmm. i'm looking at wins and losses and the column being completely blank and thinking i forgot to fill that out oh there you go <laughs> oh no you know what Just i didn't like even notice that attention to detail um i did any I fans notice that like i tried to stay away from the comments I'm sure someone did someone oh, did probably in the comments but i uh 
It's it's just my, uh, this is the way I'm going to defend it. Uh, it's my personal way of saying wins and losses don't matter for goalies. It's not Hell a yeah. stat for them. That's, 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 there we go. that's the way to frame it. It's it five, totally on purpose. It's 5.15 on Thursday. We're going to clock how long it takes that to get fixed. I bet it's, I bet it's real soon. <laughs> you I mean, who you cares? Editor, don't even fix that. You can fix it yourself. Uh, no, because I, I can. I just noticed yeah. it right now. As I just the re- story has been up for 12 hours. Who cares? <laughs> the vibes are now. fun. It's got zip. It's got zip. Happen and stump. All right. Go walk your dog. Okay. Thanks for that. your time. <laughs> Always a pleasure for uh, for bestie hour. Although this was the yeah. bestie half hour of power instead. Yeah, it was a half power hour. <laughs> I'm going to spend the rest of my night reading these comments, by the way. They're, these are un- unreal. These are good even for a Dom post. So if, if people listen to <laughs> they this, they always bored, are. Oh, these are better than better than the average, baby. Let's go. Are they Enjoy your walk. I, uh, I try to stay away from them. Um, a lot. I, I went in there for a second and saw a lot of people upset about Josh Morrissey. And I, I threw in one comment. I just left. Josh, just, Nor- you mean Josh Norrissey? That is, uh, his name is too good not to include him. You know, he's got to be nominated just for that. If his name was, if his name was, it took me an Josh, embarrassing amount of Josh, time to figure that shit out. By the way, I heard someone say Josh Norrissey, and I was just like, "Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> Are they saying like no, like no to Josh Morrissey?" <laughs> if his name was Josh Hennessy, if his name was Josh Hennessy, we would not be having this conversation. Hennessy, or whatever, just a name. What's wrong like, with you? Nothing. It's just a name. It's a name that's close to that's close to Morrissey. You could still turn. This is where this is where I would make a in, in in different company. This is where I would make a Morrissey joke, but I don't think either of you guys would give a shit about that. No, I don't. Think I so. I have tried to listen, and I yeah, it's too much, too much. It's, it's you could do it. like half of a joke and then cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't get it. Because I got was mad that the joke. Yeah, that was a joke. Is it, Morrissey, Morrissey always storms off stage. Cuts his I don't do Morrissey shows because I, I know better. Um, <laughs> we're keeping, he, producer yeah, Daniel, he, we're, we, we are keeping this in, by the way. This is staying in the show. Yes. He cut off a show about 20 minutes in because it was too cold. It was too cold. Mind you, it was LA. It was 55 degrees. What a baby. It's Can crazy. you convert that to Canadian? The world's most miserable. He's close enough. He's Irish. The world's no, like most that, miserable man is, is, is miserable. That's like 10. That's that's freezing for LA, isn't it? If the Jets, all I'm saying is if the Jets top defenseman cold does LA not. Cold LA is cold. If, if, mm-hmm. the, if the Jets top defenseman does not win the Norris Trophy, heaven knows he'll be miserable now. That's all That's all I'm saying, right, Daniel? <laughs> Thank you. All Thank right. you very much. All right. Thanks, Dom. See you guys. <laughs> all right, so... That was nice from Dom. We got lots of awards talk. We got a mop socks plug. What else did we talk about? It was good. <laughs> it was we're doing good this out Don. of we're doing this out of order, so it feels like we talked to Dom about two days ago. Yeah, so you don't even remember. Yeah, that's the Il- inside look. They Il- started Sorokin, a conversation baby. with Dom was very low energy. I've got to say, we were talking to there was three people on a Zoom call talking. One of which was sick for a week and Dom's I think we were all, been I think staring at Dom's, a computer. I don't know what your problem is, but I had a full day. I talked to Eric Lindros <laughs> for like an hour today. I'm I'm, I'm good. And then transcribed. Yeah. We were both we were Ooh. both over both overbooked and uh Dom is just uh, sort of a low charisma dude, honestly, when it comes to that. So you can't you can't rely on it. Yeah. 
up to up. He's not the, a high energy guest. That's why I always ask He's him. You were like making fun He's of me. Like you didn't know what he was talking. He didn't know what story came out. I was like, no, you got to ask Dom what he wants to talk about so he can bring some energy. <laughs> yeah, you can't just you can't just throw stuff at him. He doesn't even he listen to he the refuses. show. He texted me after our last show before the break because uh, somebody power ranked the like chaotic moments from our show and the number one ranking, the number one seed spot, whatever the champion of the week was my mm -hmm. comment about what Dom was keeping in his apartment. <laughs> Dom texted me like, what did you say about my apartment? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I was like, mm, you don't listen to the show. And we just I, said that you had I something don't. nefarious hidden in your apartment. I think, I think we, we, implied that, we implied that the dogs were doing something yeah. evil, possibly. He's got robot huskies that are doing weird, bad shit in that apartment. So... So anyway, if there's one thing I if there's one thing I've learned also, I've, I've figured this out, like this happens with me and Custon sometimes. Sure. He he did it with. You remember that email, that PR email that got sent like a month or so ago that everybody somehow picked up on. And it was like, who Ugh. are the hottest coaches? Yeah, in, I hated in the NHL. that one. He read it out loud during a record for us and didn't tell me that he was going to do it. Like, so, so he just kind of like, he was like, Oh, I got something, you know, I want to say during the third segment. And he like, I had already said to somebody else, like, this is just one of those things where like, it's some bullshit thing that a PR firm sends out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's going to be him. one outlier. Yeah. Right. I was, cause I was all, I was preemptively mad about this. You he gets, fell for it. Ah! He did. He got suckered. He got suckered. Yeah. But that being said, you have one cheap, today. Cheap content is often good content. <laughs> okay. 3.05 p.m., right as we were trying to outline the show, get an email, best and worst NHL mascot. I'm going to read this verbatim. Good afternoon, Sean. This is from Jen Tracy at digitalthirdcoast.net via prnewswire.com. Okay. This is the glamorous life of someone with a media email account. There's so much excitement in an NHL hockey game, from the big hits to the fast pace, and of course, the fights. Of course. And the one thing, of course, the fights. And the one thing a game just wouldn't be complete without those lovable mascots. But which mascots are the most loved, and which one could put in a little extra work? We surveyed more than 900 NHL fans from both the U.S. and Canada to find out once and for all which mascot is the favorite. Here's what we found. Okay. Top let's five. Hear it. Okay. Ali Octopus from Detroit. Sounds like they just He's overloaded cute. on over. Is that true? I think so. It's Mick cuter than e the real octopus that gets the octopi that gets Doesn't thrown on the anymore. ice. Doesn't happen anymore. Mick okay. E. Moose from the Winnipeg Jets, which I think is like low key, kind of a great. Yeah, that's like a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. It looks like the Wally World mascot from. Wait, National what's Memphis the vacation. octopus called again? Al. Oh, that's so cute. Wild Wing, Anaheim Ducks. Oh, he's okay. actually kind of creepy looking. Yeah, Mickey Ew. Mouse. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, Al the octopus. Al the octopus. Why did I think he was kind of cute? I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Does somebody walk around in this? What octopus was I thinking of? Oh I don't my know. god, that's not a. Does that count as a mascot if he gets it's hung the, from the it's rafters? It's the one that they lower from the rafters, right? Right. So nobody walks around in an octopus costume. At this at this time, I do not believe so. Oh. Carlton the Bear. He's not. Hey, I'm not done. 
I want to rescind what I said. He's not cute. He's got an angry look on his face. I would love to know where he got a jersey with that many arm sleeves. Hey, actually, are those sleeves or are those leg pants? Pant legs. <laughs> leg pants. <laughs> what do this you think? is the segment where everyone finds out I'm actually a dumbass. Leg pants. <laughs> what did you mean by that? <laughs> Pant legs. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Okay, Carl, next. Carl the Bear, <laughs> which is cute. I'm getting, call, I'm getting calls. We're losing mop sock sponsors. Oh, wrap it up. Oh, imagine how much cleaning you could do if you put your mop socks on now the octopus. Wow. Eight legs with mop socks cleaning Haley's apartment. Ooh. The point here is that the worst mascot. <laughs> this is a video medium, but <laughs> this is the, not... A, Anyways. The point here, the reason we're talking about this is the five worst mascots are the two NHL teams that Haley Salvi discovered. Harvey the Hound with the Calgary Flames and Spartacat. With I've never seen that guy in my life. Harvey the Hound? <laughs> never. Daryl, uh, Craig McTavish ripped off his tongue. Do you remember that? Do you, ever, do you ever see that video? Mm -hmm. Craig McTavish fighting Harvey the Hound? I did. I meant I had. I never saw him in person. He's not real. Do you know that? <laughs> I, I never, never saw met him. him. I never saw him. In I never person. met him. I I don't really care for Sparta Cat. I don't even think I could. I can't even. Like, it's just it's a, cat, it's like honestly. a cat that stands up and walks around. Oh, yeah. He's it's supposed to be yeah, a lion. That's a, that, that's a wide a wide eyed lion. Yeah. Mm, justice for Bowie the troll. I like. <laughs> I'm the only one out of the three of us when we were talking about this about this pre show. I don't. I care like Bowie. For, I don't care what for Bowie. No. It's a troll. Does he is he a bridge troll? Is he a sea troll? Where does he live? Hmm, I don't know. There's is he the troll that answers bridge, the riddles to get emotion. to our comment section? Perhaps. We, I, I hope to see hey, him next week. Hey, if you guys get to the comment section, let us know if you saw Bowie on your way here. Perhaps. I, I don't really care for Bowie. Like, what's the point? Like, why isn't it Kraken? Why isn't it a Kraken? You're the Seattle the Kraken. Why is it a troll? <laughs> Because no one wants to see a like an evil gigantic squid. They already drop a squid down, like a squid yeah, arm, fine. and they've got the light show and stuff. So you just don't make have that to have. Squid you don't arm. have to have. Why is Mickey, that why squid arm is actually the mascot mm -hmm. for the Seattle? Why Kraken? is the Golden Knights mascot a Gila monster? Why, What's a Gila monster? Like a lizard. Why oh. does I was like, is that a real? That's not a real thing. Yeah, Carlton the bear should just be a leaf. You know. <laughs> Why isn't Mickey Moose a jet? Shut up. That's not the same. It's the exact same. No, it's not. No, it's you're, not. You're taking a mascot that, that no. isn't cute and replacing with something that is at least theoretically cute. The survey a also kraken, asks wait, respondents. Wait. <laughs> a kraken could be cute. Whatever I was thinking of with Al the octopus, that's the kraken. <laughs> yeah, the, the Al the octopus mascot that you invented and <laughs> and poured it over i don't know i just think i was thinking of like a little cartoon octopus with like a little smile the survey also asked respondents <laughs> about their favorite former mascots why do you just I'm skirt I'm over everything this up i for say a reason i'm bringing okay. this up for a reason uh, of the 14 former nhl mascots the one most remembered this? is howler the yeti blah 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 and also pete the penguin 
I wrote a story oh, about Pete the Penguin. Rest in peace. Rest in power, Pete the Penguin. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> he was a live mascot that they brought that they brought out periodically in the late seventies and early in the late sixties and early seventies. Yes, can I help you? No, I was like, hey, rest in power, rest in power, Pete the Penguin. Live little mascot. It turned out the cliff notes on this. And if you want to read a long story about this that I wrote, this is the I kind cried of sh- when I read that story. This, <laughs> that shit's messed up, man. This is the shit we were doing during the pandemic. Was like take out very long stories about about mascots. They got the the wrong penguin. There are warm weather penguins. They got one of those, brought him out after goals and shit at the arena here back in the back in the 70s. And the penguin is alleged to, there's some debate over what happened. The penguin is alleged to have caught pneumonia and croaked and then been stuffed and put in the team's offices. There's much debate over over what actually happened there. I feel like you could have said all that a little bit more gently. It's 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 fifty years ago. Like who cares? Pete the Penguin. It's really sad. I talked to the granddaughter of Pete the Penguin's handler. It's a (laughs) it's a tough tough uh, tough subject in the in the family to to this day. Anyways, do we want to talk about anything else? There is something else. Um, I'm a little upset now Mm -hmm. because Pete the Penguin. That's really sad. Birds die. I got bad news for you. I have a story. Uh huh. Now that we're off the rails. Oh God. Okay. So I went to the West Edmonton Mall for the first time during after the playoffs. Like the or it was during the playoffs. Flames are in Edmonton. They're going back to Calgary. I stopped at the West Edmonton Mall (laughs) after and I cried after the playoffs for the Flames, not the. Not the Oilers, right? No, it was, wasn't was after. That's why I corrected myself. It was mm. in the middle of the second round. And I cried softly at the tank where all this, the little otters or the sea lions were living <laughs> in the West Edmonton Mall. Uh, I stood there <laughs> crying softly. There was one just laying there, like, lit, like crying. I shit you not. And I cried with him. I get very upset about animals. I don't cry about a lot of real world things, but animals mm. are one of them. <laughs> I actually I, yeah, cry more I mean, than you think. Stuff like that. I like, <laughs> do, uh, Any like mall based animal attraction. It's amazing to me that that's still that that's still. They just thing. lay there all day in a yeah. tank while people watch them. They go to lids and then they, they look at lids. the lion, the sea lion. Oh, I you know? thought you meant. I thought you were saying that the animal. The otter lids. goes to lids. Hey, they hey, got, you buy got two. any big hey, hats? <laughs> they got buy two, buy two get one free. Oh, Bo- okay, cool. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. This wasn't a good show. No, it wasn't. It was a great show. Our new sign off. <laughs> Our new sign off. By the way, every yeah. show moving forward. Rest in power, Pete the Penguin. Rest in power, Pete the Penguin. We miss you. <laughs> we don't. We don't actually miss you. Hey, Sean. if you aren't an athletic subscriber, join us at theathletic.com slash hockey show to get an annual subscription for $2 a month for 12 months. That is $2 a month for 12 months. The specs on this have changed. Yeah, it's like, Finally. Wait. I've been reading, I've been reading this. Is that a typo? I've been reading this exact same tag or whatever at the end of, at the end of episodes for like baby. two years now. Inflation. Yeah, it's real and not just something corporations make up to squeeze more money out of people. 
Definitely a real thing. Oh, oh, wait a second. I've Definitely got something to say. Cost passed on to consumers. I was yeah. in Seattle. I spent $13 on a shitty drip coffee from Pete's Coffee and a bottle of water. And that was USD. That was $20. Is that the airport? I spent $20 on a coffee and a was water. Was that the airport? Yes. It's your fault. If you aren't an athletic subscriber, join us at theathletic.com slash hockey show to get an annual subscription for $2 a month for 12 months. Haley, did you know that you can now subscribe to the Athletic Hockey Show's YouTube channel? Aren't you psyched to do that? Have you done that already? Uh, no, because I don't want to look at myself. <laughs> it's, 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 it's brutal looking at me. I, I, when, you're, when you're me, I can say that. YouTube.com slash at sign. That's an actual at sign. At sign the Athletic Hockey Show. 